Hello and welcome to another episode of From the Beginning here on Heavenward Thinking. Today we're continuing on in the book of Exodus. We're going to be in Exodus chapter 15 talking about the Song of Moses and Miriam. So let's read the passage and then we'll get right into this week's discussion. Then Moses and the Israelites sang the song to the Lord. I will sing to the Lord for he is highly exalted. Both horse and driver he has hurled into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise him. My Father is God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his army he has hurled into the sea. The best of Pharaoh's officers are drowned in the Red Sea. The deep waters have covered them. They sank to the depths like a stone. Your right hand, Lord, was majestic in power. Your right hand, Lord, shattered the enemy. In the greatness of your majesty, you threw down those who opposed you. You unleashed your burning anger. It consumed them like stubble. By the blast of your nostrils, the water piled up. The surging waters stood up like a wall. The deep waters congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy boasted, I will pursue. I will overtake them. I will divide the spoils. I will gorge myself on them. I will draw my sword and my hand will destroy them. But you blew with your breath and the sea covered them. They sank like lead into the mighty waters. Who among the gods is like you, Lord? Who is like you? Majestic in holiness, awesome in glory, working wonders. You stretch out your right hand and the earth swallows your enemies. In your unfailing love, you will lead the people you have redeemed. In your strength, you will guide them to your holy dwelling. The nations will hear and tremble. Anguish will grip the people of Philistia. The chiefs of Edom will be terrified. The leaders of Moab will be seized with trembling. The people of Canaan will melt away. Terror and dread will fall on them. By the power of your arm, they will be as still as a stone. Until your people pass by, Lord, until the people you bought pass by. You'll bring them in and plant them on the mountain of your inheritance, the place, Lord, you made for your dwelling, the sanctuary, Lord, your hands established. The Lord reigns forever and ever. When Pharaoh's horses, chariots, and horsemen went into the sea, the Lord brought the waters of the sea back over them, but the Israelites walked through the sea on dry ground. Then Miriam, the prophet, Aaron's sister, took a timbrel in her hand, and all the women followed her with timbrels and dancing. Miriam sang to them, Sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted, both horse and driver he has hurled into the sea. So this chapter, as we see the song of Moses and the song of Miriam, we see a kind of recap over what we talked about last week, and then we see praise and exaltation of God, of who the Israelites are following, their God, and we just see how majestic, holy, and worthy the Lord is of praise here in this section. Again, last week we talked about how the Lord, uh, we see a climax with what he's doing with the Israelites and bringing them out of Egypt. We'd gone through the plagues. We'd gone through how Pharaoh changed his mind time after time after time, how he finally, after the plague on the firstborn, let the Israelites go and was seemingly going to be obedient to God, finally, albeit a little reluctantly. Uh, But he then changed his mind a final time, the Lord hardened his heart, and the Lord was was doing this to get the glory, to show his name, his power over the people of Egypt. And we saw that the Egyptians came after the Israelites, and the Israelites were a little bit nervous, and so they complained a little bit. And Moses cried out to the Lord, and the Lord answered, Part of the Red Sea allowed the Israelites to walk through with a wall of water on their right and their left. They walked through on dry ground to the other side. Meanwhile, the Egyptians chased after the Israelites and the Lord brought the waters back, swept them across and took out the whole army of Pharaoh, the whole army of Egypt. And we saw that the Lord finally was able to show his power on a grand scale, a grand stage here, not just to show the Egyptians that he had conquered all their false gods and was more mighty than any of the false gods they worshipped, but then that he could also show his people, the Israelites, the God that they served, his mighty power. And then we talked about how 
important it was to pass that on from generation to generation, to make sure that people understood who God was, that they would worship him, that they would cling to him when times got tough, that they would not turn away from the Lord, but would remember what he has done. And we said that that is going to play a constant role and constant theme throughout the Old Testament and even into the New Testament. Here in this chapter, we again see this recap. We see what the Lord had done and how it brought about praise and this singing, the song from the Israelites, specifically from Moses and then uh, the Israelites. It says by extension that the Lord is my strength, my defense. He has become my salvation. He is my God. I will praise him. My father's God and I will exalt him. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. And then it goes on and on. We saw all these great descriptions of God, seeing how powerful he is and how worthy he is to be worshiped. And again, this section showing the heart of the Israelites at this time, the heart of Moses, reflecting praise to God for what he has done is an important thing for us to notice, to look at, and to think about, and to then apply to our own lives. Because this is too easy of a section for us to just skip over because we don't really want to talk about singing. We don't know what to do with it. So we just skip on to the next story of the, the waters of Marah and Elim, and, and we, we just skip over this section, usually. But I think it's important for us to look at this, to realize that when God does something amazing, extraordinary, when he performs some kind of miracle in our lives, which happens on a, a daily basis, he is always doing something in our lives, the lives of those around us, we need to respond like Moses uh, Moses did and Miriam did and the Israelites did in the section. Instead of just overlooking it and moving on and marching off to the land of Canaan, they take a moment to reflect on what God has done. Again, that's an important thing for us to do as Christians each day is to reflect upon what God has done in our lives. It's a key thing for us to do in our prayer lives is to not just bring prayer requests before the Lord, but also bring praise before the Lord. We can do that through our worship, whether it be individually or corporately on Sunday mornings at church or in other services, we need to take moments to praise God for what he's done, to give him the glory. Because again, that's what we as Christians are supposed to do in our daily lives. We are supposed to shine the light of Jesus so that other people see Jesus shining through us and then give God the glory. That's the, that's the purpose of our lives is to bring glory to the Father. And so we need to actually do that from time to time in our own lives, not just point other people to the Father, but also take a moment, reflect on what God's done in our lives and give him the glory ourselves. We need to make sure that we are constantly bringing praise before the Lord. That's what he wants. It's how we can grow deeper in our relationship with God is to not just ask him for more things or ask him to do more things, but to take a moment and see all the things he's already done for us, give him the glory, give him the credit, and then we can talk about the next things that God is going to do and the things that we have on our hearts that we want to lay before the Lord. Those are great things. Those are necessary things to do, but we got to take a moment and give God the credit for what he's already done in our lives and and show other people the kind of God that we serve. This is a, is a great passage to show people who our God is. He is a mighty warrior. He's majestic in power. He is unlike all the other gods. He is majestic in holiness, awesome in glory. He works wonders. He has unfailing love. And again, it just goes on and on and on. Characteristic after characteristic. The Lord reigns forever and ever. He's exalted. He's done great things. It, it, this is a great section to look at and, and model our own prayers after. We can get so used to just bringing prayer requests before the Lord that we sometimes forget how to bring praise before the Lord. We feel like we don't know how to adequately describe God or adequately describe describe the things that he's done in our lives or his power or his majesty. Yet we can just look at this 
and pray through some of these sayings, some of these praises, and model our own prayer life, our own praise life, after this. But again, the, the key thing in this section is to realize just who our God is, that he is worthy of worship. He's worthy of us living our lives in such a way as to worship him. In the book of Romans, we are challenged as Christians to worship God in how we live, to offer our lives, our bodies as a daily sacrifice to the Lord, a spiritual act of worship. So we see this act of worship here, and that's important. And like we already talked about, it's important to praise God with our words, with our prayers. But it's also important for us to praise God with how we live our lives. He is worthy of worship. He's worthy of how we live our lives. So are we taking the time to reflect not just on who our God is and how we can describe him to other people and how we can praise him in our speech, but are we taking time to reflect how we're praising him with our lives? Or maybe we're not even doing that at all. Maybe we are just living our lives completely ignorant of that fact and not thinking at all about how we can praise God with our lives. Uh, It's important for us to take a moment each day and think about how am I living my life in such a way as to praise God, bring him glory for all the things he's done in my life. Because you can look through this list of amazing things that God did in this section with the Israelites, but this isn't the only time that we see praise throughout scripture. It's not the only time that we see God doing something amazing. He does amazing things constantly throughout scripture, throughout our lives. So there's so many times that we can just take a moment, give God praise verbally, Give it, give him praise in our prayer time and then also give him praise in how we live our lives. So that's my encouragement and challenge to you this week is to really think about how you can praise the Lord and take a moment just like the Israelites did, just like Moses and Miriam did here in this section and praise the Lord for what he's done because he's worthy of your praise and of my praise each and every day. As always, join us next time for another episode of From the Beginning here on Heavenward Thinking.